Athletes take your mark. Get set. It's time for the Attic to Athlete podcast. Everybody out there, Coach Blue Robinson here. Thank you all so much for downloading, sharing, and subscribing to the podcast. We greatly appreciate you doing that. Listeners, please pay attention to our website, addicttoathlete.org. We have so much going on right now. Summer is the, uh, the time for all of our events and our, our, our experiences that uh, we really want to help promote recovery through health, wellness, recreation. All of our content, all of our upcoming events on the website, addicttoathlete.org. And of course, the No One Left Behind Half Marathon and the Proxy Run in September. Registration now open. Listeners, we're going to jump right into this. I'm excited to have a guest today uh, from, from, like I just said, from God's country out there in Hawaii. And uh, this, is, this is Kyle. Kyle, you are an amazing individual. You're doing great work. You have an amazing story, brother. And I know you've done a lot for youth uh, and adults alike. Kyle, welcome to Addict to Athlete. Please introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. And let's just jump into this, man. Mahalo, mahalo, and thank you so much, Coach Blue, for this opportunity to share my story. Aloha, everyone. My name is Kyle. I was born and raised in Hawaii on the Big Island, and I grew up um, golfing, golfing. My grandfather's name was George Martin. He was the chief of police. He raised me as a child, and at three years old, he put a golf club in my hand, and I instantly fell in love with golf. By age 10, I already was a state champion which qualified me to go to San Diego, California to compete in a junior world championships where I met Eldrick Tiger Woods for the very first time. Really? Tiger, Tiger Woods is one year younger than me. And okay. I competed against Tiger Woods till I was 17 years old. I won six state titles. And at one time, I was ranked fourth in the world in golf. Oh, man. Amazing. And my, fu- and my future was bright, brighter than the sun, bro. I love it. And fast forward the tape to high school. I got offered one of the biggest scholarships from one of the biggest schools in the nation. Mm-hmm. And because of that scholarship offer, I became arrogant. I became conceited and I became someone that I was not long story short. I got kicked out of high school six months mm-hmm. to graduation. Wow. And when I got expelled from high school because of my actions, my whole life flipped upside down and it spiraled quickly because oh, all I know was golf. I never put any effort into any trades, anything. Everything was golf. And now yeah. getting expelled, I went into a dark place, bro. Depression mm. and anxiety and not knowing what to do. Gotcha. That's when I, that's <laughs> all my friends in Hawaii at that time, they was dibble dabbling into crystal meth, ice. Okay. And one of my friends told me this. He said, Kyle, you lost one of your opportunities to go to school. Now you're here with us, stuck on this island. Mm-hmm. Try this, Crystal Man. And I was like, no, no, man. I, I, that's not me, bro. Mm-hmm. He said, come on, bro. Let's, let's try for the boys. Yeah. And I, and I did. And when I blew out that Crystal Man smoke for the first time, I blew out everything that was instilled in me as a child. Every ounce of goodness came out of my body. And I instantly became an addict. And I did what was necessary to fuel my addiction. And I terrorized my home of Hawaii. And I did a lot of bad things to a lot of people. Wow. And while on my addiction, I've been labeled many things. Uh One man crime wave. I've been labeled Hawaii's most wanted. And I just became a monster. 
And when I was golfing as a child, they always put me on the TV, on the news. Mm -hmm. Every time I'd win on championship, they put me on the news. But yeah. this time, I'm on the news for Hawaii's most wanted. If you oh see Kyle, Ki if you see Kyle Kilau saying, "Please don't try and apprehend this and that and this and that," and I brought a lot of shame upon my family, my home, right. of Hawaii, and especially myself. Right. And right. I live on an island. I live on an island. So it was just a matter of time before they would catch matter me. Matter of time. <laughs> yeah. Matter of time. You can't really hide too well, huh? Like you got to yeah. come up for air eventually. Yeah. So the <clears throat> day, so day, the, go ahead. Real quick, you know, jumping back into that, like like with six months left to graduate, you know, you, you think, yeah. okay, yeah, I, I can get back into this. Um, were you prepared for, the, I don't know, the attention, all that kind of stuff? You said, you know, like, like moving from humility into kind of like this narcissistic kind of like, look at me now. Um, it can be taken away from you pretty quick if you quick. forget where it comes from, right? Like, what yeah. do you feel like your best, di your your biggest disconnect was as a teenager, where you've got all this stuff coming for you, not realizing that it kind of came natural to you, but yeah. it got taken like that because pride, because of prestige. Yeah. Like, what do you? I mean, you know, we see kids do this all the time. They want bigger, better, faster, stronger. It's like, what do you tell yeah. them? Because you've lived it. Do it, you know, yeah. guys. Stay focused. Don't stay don't humble. Get you in your head. Stay, stay humble, bro. No humility. matter what. Tell me about no that. Matter, humility. So, mm -hmm. you see my shirt. I don't know if you can see yes. my shirt. It says "Stay humble, Absolutely. prayer." Yes. And the, I was I was gonna get into that, but that's that's a business that I have now. It's called Stay okay. Humble Prayer. And I got this Stay Humble Prayer business from prison. Uh huh. And. Let, let me just let me just start again. Yeah, go right so, ahead. When they caught me on my when uh -huh. I was an addict, I was 29 years old, 98 pounds, wow. full blown crystal meth addict. Hawaii's most wanted. Yeah, Boom. look at that. Yeah, there it is. This guy, this picture that I'm showing you is my mugshot. If you Google wow. my name, which is Kyle Kilau Singh, this picture gonna pop up with all my charges. You believe that wow. this guy competed against Tiger Woods till he was 17 years old? You believe no this guy won six state titles and at one time ranked fourth in the world in golf? No way. I got humbled real quick. Yes. Yeah. So, so went, how did you get caught? Like what happened, man? Like 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 you're you're running and gunning. Everyone's yep. you're feeling the disappointment, but you use yep. more to kind of push away that. Like what happened when the the ground got pulled out from under you? Like what what was the result? What was the okay. what was the breaking point, man? Breaking point was when they caught me and they took me to the Hilo jail and they was telling me all my charges and I was looking at 20 years. Mm -hmm. And in high school, I didn't get into one fight in my life. That's not how I was raised. I was raised right. to help people, to love people, and to hit one golf ball 300 yards. That's what wow. I know my whole life. Yeah. So now I'm looking at 20 years and that sink into my head and it was crazy bro kyle so, kyle you know do you remember that day you remember the day that you were caught like did you did, did you have a different feeling because i've i've heard this with people you know I, like i've worked with lots of folks and they're like the day just felt weird like it felt off like it was like you know it, there's a lot of shoulda coulda wouldas and it's like it was they, they all say the same thing and i want your opinion on this they all say the same thing they say i was i hated being caught but man, it was a blessing. Did, did yep. do you remember that I day? Felt, is that is yep. that how it went? I, yep, I can relate. I felt 
relieved, bro, from running really? and running and high speed chases and running through the fields and running through the mountains. And I felt relieved. Yeah. And like it was over. But right. it wasn't. It wasn't. It's just the beginning, huh? Yep. So they took me to the Hilo jail and I was 98 pounds. And the first two weeks, all I did in Hilo jail where I live was eat and sleep because there's two things that I did not do while on my addiction. Yeah. So I got strong, physically strong quick, mm -hmm. but the, my addiction in my mouth was stronger than my physical appearance. Yeah. So I planned and executed one of the biggest escapes here in Hawaii because what? Crystal Met had, had a grip on me and had no intentions of letting go. When I went wow. to jail for the first time, the, the Crystal Met pandemic was crazy in Hawaii. And the jail that I was at, it was packed. Three men to a cell, overcrowded. Mm -hmm. So they put mm -hmm. me into his makeshift dorm, had 40 inmates. Oh. And at the top of this dorm, there was a little skylight, a triangle skylight. And one night I was uh -huh. looking at that skylight 40 feet up and one of my friends came up to me and he said, what you looking at? I said, you see that window way up there? He said, yeah. I said, I'm going to escape. Yeah, he said, how you, going, how, how you going to get up there? <laughs> Watch this, bro. So we, no we made makeshift rope out of all the sheets and I, my cowboy friends, they lassoed the light. And I climbed the no light. Way. I went to the top. I broke the window. I squeezed my way out. I went onto the roof. I jumped off the roof, 40 feet. I landed, got up, ran down the street. First Tacoma truck I saw, I stole it. And I found Crystal Met once again. And what? it was like, on. Like literally that fast. Like boom, boom, boom. Relapse. Bam. There it is. Yep. Wow. Yep. Jeez. You know, I forgot to mention when I got caught the first time, uh -huh. the, the police department, they put me on the news and they said the big catch. Kyle Kilau Singh captured oh because they had, they had such a hard time catching me. And uh -huh. when they finally caught me, they had a party and they wanted to let the community know that I got caught so they could have a sigh of relief. So when I escaped from HCCC, Hawaii Correctional mm -hmm. Center, it was on, bro. And oh, the man. FBI's got involved and this and that. And like I said earlier, I live on an island. Yeah. Where I gonna run? So yeah, yeah. On, on my escape, I was 12 days of mayhem, four high-speed really? chases, 12 days, and they finally recaptured me again. Wow. And this time, this time they had different plans for me. So Did they that? brought me back. Yep. They brought me back to Ooh. the Hilo jail, where I'm from, where I escaped from. They shackled me up from head to toe, belly chains, shackles on my feet, shackles on my arm, everything. Mm. Because I want to escape risk. I high custody. Yeah. I high custody, you know. So they sit me down at the desk, at the intake desk. They put me on speakerphone. And they called this prison in Honolulu called Halava Correctional Facility, a.k.a. Mm. Thunderdome. Because all they do in Halava Correctional Facility is fight. Oh, so they sit me down. They put me on speakerphone. And they called Halaba Correctional Facility. I heard the right. guy answer the phone and the, the guard next to me said, hey, we got one guy over here. His name is Kyle Kilo Singh. We cannot handle him and we're going to send him to you guys today. Mm. And I heard the voice on the phone. Hey, Kyle, the escapee, you got caught? 
and you're coming to us now. Mm. Be ready, bro. Be ready, okay? We, we really? get something ready for you, bro. Oh, man. And I never answer. And the guard on the side of me said, you better answer. So I said, okay, I see you guys soon. He said, okay, I see you guys soon. Mm. So they put me on They put me on a special plane. They flew me to Halava Correctional Facility on the island of Oahu, where yeah. I was met and greeted by six Samoan guards, big ones. Samoans, oh. big Samoans. Yeah. Yeah. So I look in at these guys now, and I don't know nothing about prison. I don't know nothing about nothing. All I know is I had a different island and a different facility. Yep. So they walked me to this place called the shoe. It's called Special Holding Unit, aka the hole. Mm. They walked me in. And they opened this seven by seven cell. They put me in and they closed the door. Boom. My cell was seven by seven, windowless, with a light on 24 hours. I never see one human for three years. I never hear one human for three years. And I was in that cell for three years, bro. Oh my gosh. I don't care who you are, bro. You spend that much time in isolation, things start taking a toll. On your mind. How yeah. could it not? How could it not, I could, man? I could see my hair growing on my face. My skin was losing its pigmentation because I didn't feel the sun. I didn't know if it was nighttime or daytime. It, I had no reading material, no writing material because, oh I was the punk from big, because I was a punk from Big Island. What they did to me was illegal. But in yeah. prison, they, they tell you the next, they tell you this, next time, no come prison. That's what they tell you. Oh, so I, I battling my myself. I eat in my cell. I take a bath in my cell, in my sink. And every morning, I would wait by my door. And a little trap door would open. And a plate would slide through. And I would eat. Hmm. And I would slide my plate back out. And that was breakfast. I will do the same thing for lunch. And do the same thing for dinner. And... I know, like I said, I never see one human. I never hear one human. And we as humans were, I believe that we were designed to communicate with each other. Yes. That's part of being a human. Social creatures. We're yeah. social creatures. And, Absolutely. And I was yearning for any kind of conversation with a human. So I would stand by my trap door. And as soon as my plate would come through, I would yell, hello, hello, who's out there? Mm. Silence. Silence. The door would close. And then I tried a, a, a new strategy. Next time that trap door open, I'm going to swear at them. It hopes they swear at me back just to hear somebody. Just so to the, hear the next, Yeah, so next time the door would open, I would yell, mm. F you, F you. Silence. And like I said, I don't care who you are, but you spend that much time in isolation and my mind drifted. Every bad thing I did from a kid was hitting me. Every, oh, there's man. me and my demons, bro, alone by myself. In a seven by and seven. To... Seven by seven. Oh, I would oh. pace every day, three steps. One, two, three, turn around. One, two, three, turn around. One, two, three. Push-ups, push-ups, push-ups. And I was losing man. my mind. And one yeah. day came, this special day came. <clears throat> I woke up. I woke up. Oh, the voices in my head was so loud, bro. And the voices was yelling at me that one day. The voices was yelling at me, Kyle Kilausing, you was a six-time state champion. You was ranked fourth in the world. Look where you stay, Brian. I'm seven by seven, windowless cell. Ram your head in the wall, Kyle. Ram your head in the wall. Mm. 
voices was hitting me, bro. Yeah. As loud as my head, just those voices. Yeah. I was losing my mind. So I get up and whoever was talking to me, I said, you know what? Sounds like a good idea, bro. So I'm back up as far as I could in my cell. And I was ready to lunge forward and smash my head in the wall. But I couldn't. Something was holding me back. Really? Yeah. Growing up as a child, every goodness was instilled in me. One thing that wasn't instilled in me was God. God was not introduced to me as a child. So as I say, stuck against my wall, images mm -hmm. of me watching one show mm -hmm. that I saw was as a child of a guy on his knees asking this guy named God for help started flashing wow. through my head. Wow. And all I did was copy what I saw. So I went yeah. down on my knees in my seven by seven windowless cell. And I said, God, if you out there, bro, my name is Kyle. I'm sorry for what I did, bro, to all those people. And if you really, really, really out there, bro, help me because I need help. I was calling him cousin. All. In Hawaii, we call each other cuz, short for cousin. Yeah. I was calling God cuz, bro. I was cuz, help me, bro. Help yeah. me, bro. And when I said that word, amen, boom, my whole body just in filled with warmth. And that's the day I got saved, bro. That's the day I got saved. Right. And I knew, wow. I knew he was waiting for me because when I, when I said that word, amen, I instantly felt him. I instantly felt him. And God needed me for be bad. So I go to jail where I escape. So I go to the hole where I lose my mind and I surrender. And God is good. Man. God is good. It took you, it took you that long, that lesson to be learned. Like I could, I could just picture the the rigid mind and the heart, and just like the 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 anxiety, the unknown. Um, and then at that decision, like completely spent, completely empty, completely Broken. off the minds of thousands of people. They don't know you anymore. It's been three years. Nope. To have nope. that come. So I've nope. heard this guy. I want you to drill down on this for me, brother. I, I really okay. do because. I'm a firm believer that your story is replicated, but I know the people that have never been in that situation, they'll say, you can't find God behind bars. And I'm like, you absolutely can because there's zero can, distractions, bro. right? Zero. Zero. What do you tell those and guys? Because I'm, I'm and, with you. And, and if, if I wasn't, if I didn't escape, I wouldn't be in isolation. If I went, if I didn't escape and I went straight to prison, I would have been in my old criminal friends. We would have been into mischief. We would have been running around, running amok in prison. But yeah. God needed me for be by myself where I lose my mind, where I try my best to, to cope being human. I cannot. In a situation I was in, seven by seven, windowless cell, eating every day in through a trap door, you're going to lose your mind, bro. I can't imagine. And God is good. God is good, bro. I I can't imagine it because here's the deal. As I, I, and as you were explaining this, I'm waiting and waiting for the, you know, like you said, like, like what they did was, was not okay. Nope. But I'm waiting for the anger and I'm waiting for the, so I did this and I sued them and I got this and, I, and it's not coming. And I'm like, nope. why, why isn't it coming? Because you have every grounds to, but you're, you learn something and yeah. I'm like, yeah. dude, okay, bottle it up, man. How in the world do you pour this? Because People are thinking, people listening to what you just said, I know there'll be listeners that say, that's baloney, that is ridiculous, how horrible. But the thing is, is you're taking 100% accountability. And, and, yeah. and Kyle, people don't do that anymore, man. We want to we wanna shift blame. How dare you? 
what happened at that moment with that feeling after amen instant okay. forgiveness what what okay. man Let, like okay I, drill I, okay, down. let's go let's Ooh. go so after i said amen and i got saved i was free in my soul in my mind everything was free but i was still in a seven by seven cell reality finally my cell door opened boom and i looking at two big samoans guards and they're looking at me and I'm looking at them. I never see one human in three years and I'm looking at them. And they told me, Kyle, let's go. I said, where are you going home? Oh my gosh. No, Kyle, let's go. I said, before I leave this cell, I like to ask you guys a question. They said, yeah. How long I was in here? How long I was in this cell? They said, Kyle, you was in here for three years and two weeks. Instantly, oh I started crying. Instantly, I started crying. I knew it was a long time, but I didn't know to that extent, bro. Oh, my yeah. gosh. So, they said, let's go. So, I, from the corner of my cell, I walked to the door. And usually, I turn around because that's routine. I'll take three steps and I'll turn. But this time, I'm going forward. And I usually mm -hmm. count my steps. One, two, three, turn. One, two, three, turn. That's how I occupied my mind. Yeah. So, when I would go one, two, three, and I'm going straight, I kind of tripped on my fourth step because I wasn't used to walking forward after three steps. If you can understand yeah. what I'm trying to say. Yeah, so yeah. I had to like walk, 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 walk. And then I asked the guard, where are you going, bro? He said, you're going to this place called the high cost. And you know, what is that? I said, no, this is my first time in prison. He said, this is your first time in prison. You just did three years and two weeks in a hole. And you're right. I said, yeah, all right, bro. He said, you're going mm -hmm. to the high. He said, if you kill if you see people kill people, they go to a place called high custody prison because they're high risk. They're never going to see the light of day again, so they're high risk. If the gang leaders is high risk because they have a lot of influence on inmates, so we separate them from general population, we put them in the high. You, yeah. Kyle Kilo Singh, escapee, we're going to put you in high risk with them because you high risk because you're an escape. Oh, my gosh. And I tripped. Not at the level, not at the level of violence or anything else. It's just your nope. squirrely little dude. And and they're like yep. we're putting you with the big guns. Oh my yep. gosh. So after so three they, years, I, after three years, what are you thinking? Like, I don't know what I'm gonna find out here. I don't even remember yeah. how to communicate with people. Like, dude, there must have been so much going through your head. Yep. So I reach, I reach the building, high facility. I see 179 guys looking at me, piercing at me, just looking at me. All I saw was Tattoos, muscles, and no more teeth. Yeah, and they was looking yeah. at me. And I was looking at them. And a door went open. Boom. And a guard told me, go. I couldn't go, bro. I was mm. frozen. Fear froze me, bro. Yeah. And a guard gave me one nudge. He said, go. And I went in. The door went closed behind me. Everybody went and stared at me, bro. They, was, they like, mm. see who coming into the building. And I couldn't look at them. I put my head down. That's when I messed up, bro. Yeah. No more one um, blueprint. No more one for prison. I had to learn everything from scratch. And putting yeah. my head down, I, I that was a wrong thing I did. So I, I put my head down and I was walking, looking for cell nine. And I counting the cells as I walk by. Two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. I see my cell. I leave my wagon outside. I run in my cell. I take on big breath. Not even one minute into my cell, three guys run inside, slam the door behind them, and beat me up, bro. 
boom, boom, boom. The best lickings that I ever got in my life, bro. And I was on my back and I got stomped. I lost. You see my teeth? This is all fake. Wow. They'd smash out out all my teeth. And they took my toilet paper. They took my soap and they took my towel. But most Mm. importantly, they wanted to find out if I was on prey or on predator. Gotcha. You know what they... You know what they found out real quick? Yeah. That I was on prayer, bro. Because I never fight mm-hmm. back. All I did was curl up in a ball. Yeah. And I see that happen every day to new guys coming in. So it's just mm-hmm. part of the process, bro. And man, it, bro. go ahead. Go ahead, bro. Go no, ahead, bro. I'm, I'm just kind of blown away. I'm like, your only human contact after like three years where you actually yeah. like are, are, are with yeah. more than yourself. And yeah. that's that's the welcome. It's like. Yeah, I, uh, dude, were you just like, well, well, geez, what? Uh, okay, like I can't even imagine, yeah. man. Like, and then if if you guys go to prison, everybody that goes to prison, they have a bunkie, and my bunkie, he was on quadruple lifer, because he oh. went tie one family around on tree and he set them on fire. That's my bunkie, oh, and wow. and at night I close the door <clears throat> and I share my story. He said, "Bro, what is your story? Something different about you." What is your story, bro? Because in prison, mm-hmm. they, these guys, they learn how to read you, read situations. That's how they survive, bro. For and sure. I told him my story. He said, I knew it, bro. I knew it. He said, what is your situation? I said, I just did three years in a hole. Oh, three years. I said, I just did three years in a hole. And I go see, I go see the um, pro board. I got, I got sentenced to 10 years, and I go see the, the pro board. He said, you got sentenced to 10 years? I said, yeah. How long you did in the hole? I said, three years. He said, you don't, you're not going to be here too long with us. So don't get comfortable, bro. You, you didn't kill anybody. I said, no. You didn't rape anybody. I said, no. I told him, matter of fact, all my crimes was nonviolent. He said, mm-hmm. bro, you got sentenced to 10 years. You're going to see the parole board at three years, four months. And mock my words, Kyle. They're going to let you go. Because everybody, first time, nonviolent. Get on parole. So, like mm-hmm. I said, I you, I told him, you for real? He said, yeah, for real. Hey, no way I can use the phone or what? He said, yeah, when the guard come, ask somebody like use the phone when the recreation come. I wanted to call my mom, that's why. Oh, my god. So, I called my mom. Yeah. I said, mom. I, she said, yes, I'm you okay? I said, I okay. Well, my bunkie told me that if this is my first time in prison and it's nonviolent, I got sentenced to 10 years. I'm going to see the parole board in three years and four months. I already did three years. So in a couple months, I'm going to see the board, man. And he told me, since this is my first time, nonviolent, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get on parole because everybody get a chance for parole. She said, oh, thank you. Thank you, son. I cannot wait to see you. Oh my I said, mom, when I come home, I like eat Korean chicken. I like eat rice. I like eat salad. Yeah. I like you call auntie and oh, uncle. Yeah. I like have a party. She said, okay, son, we're going to make a party for you when you come home. Okay, boom. The guard come to my room a couple months later. Kyle Kilau Singh, get ready, parole board. I'm like, here we yes. go. Yes. I go to the pro board. I see the pro board sitting in front of me. Stand up. He said, Kyle, don't even sit down. This is going to be quick. Kyle Kilausin, we was waiting for you. Look at all this. Flipping pages. Flipping pages. Whoa. He said, Kyle, we are going to deny you parole, and we see you in seven years. Good luck. No Next. way. Oh, my gosh. Bro, what? Guard was put. That's not the way the story is supposed to go. Guardo's 
see me out. Wait, wait, wait. He said, Max. And then the guard can walk me out. And he said, bruh, you was the first inmate that I saw get treated like that and get maxed out. So I, I don't understand. I said, what, 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 I, what just happened? He told me, you're going to do your whole 10, bro. And oh, I was like, gosh. what? Oh, man. So I walked oh, back. God. I walked back. I walked to my room. My bunkie come up to me. He said, what? You going home, man? He, I told him, no, they, they maxed me out. They told me they see me in seven years. He was like, no way, you joking. I said, no, for real. Wow. That's all right, bro. At least he gave one date, bro. Me, I get <laughs> four life. Look at, the, at least look he gave one date, side. bro. Wow. Yep. So I had to adjust my mind from thinking I'm going home to seven years. And every day I, I'm getting beat up, bro. Every day, somebody would come up to my table and take my food. And I, I just would let that slide because my bunkie told me I'm going home. I'm going to see the pro board. I'm going home. So my mind is changed. And every day I'll get beat up. Gosh, man. My mom, my mom sent me shoes. That never lasts too long. They took yeah. them. They took my food. And what, in prison... If you get on confrontation with another man, you call them to their room and you guys lock the door and you guys fight. That's how you handle situations in prison. That's how it's done, yeah? Yeah. Mm. So I, I, I'm sitting in a corner of this dorm by myself because I know more friends. And I hear my bunkie call me from across the room. Kyle, I look. He's motioning to come to the room. Come. And I was thinking, oh, that, that's what happens when people fight. They call you to your room and for fight. So I stand up and I was walking to the room. He's, he was waiting at the, the door and he said, Kyle, mm -hmm. get inside. I walk inside. He shut the door behind him. He told me, sit down. I sit down at the edge of the bed. He turned around and he slapped me as hard as he could right in my face. Oh my God. <sighs> and I started crying because I got hurt because I thought he yeah. was my friend. Yeah. He said, look at me. Look at me. I look look up at him and he said, Kyle, I cannot see these guys doing this to you, bro. Every day. You gotta fight, cause. You understand? You gotta fight, bro. Mm. And he slapped me one more time. One more time. Pa! Look at me. I look at mm. him. He said, Remember where you stay, bro. You understand? Remember where you stay, bro. And he opened a door and he walked out and he left me in there. That was the Jeez. best advice I ever got, bro. Like I said, number yeah. one handbook for prison, bro. You learn. You learn, bro. So yeah. I, I took that into consideration. The next day, the guy came for get my food. I called him to the room, and I got into my first physical altercation. I wasn't fighting for my rights. I was fighting for my life. Yeah. And I won. That was my first physical altercation, and I won. And, and the, as the years went by, I had to do what I had to do. Even though I saved from God, I had to do what I had to do. And I got to remember Jeez. why I stay, bro. Jeez. And you see bro. my shirt? You see my shirt? It says, yes. stay humble prayer. You see my shirt? It says, stay humble yeah. prayer. So now I like everybody else. Yeah. I, I adapting and I just like them now. But I save. I get tattoos all over my whole body. I no more teeth. I get muscles. And... 
in prison, all you do is train for fight. You fight hmm. and you gamble. But most of the time, if you gamble, you're going to fight. Yeah. Because the guy going to get mad. He's going to like fight. So either way, you're going to fight. So that day, I, I, I finished training. I finished fight. And I'm unwinding. And I'm playing cards with you. You you get tattoos. You get muscles. You know more teeth. Just like me. And we yeah. unwinding. Yeah. We're playing cards. Man. Six guys on the side of me in the corner raping one guy. And this one man is yelling for help at the top of his lungs. I never did hear a grown man yell for help like that in my life, bro. Yeah. Wasn't screeching. Desperation help. And this guy is yelling. And I look around at the whole pod. Nobody even paying attention to what's going on. Because that's normal. That's normal in there. Mm. All those guys raping that man. They're never going to see the light of day. They're never going to see one female again, bro. So that's how they satisfy their needs, bro. Yeah. So wow. I've, I've been raised to help. I've been raised to help. If you yeah. see one truck on the side of the road and they're pushing, you jump out of your truck and you push, you help. You see one yeah. old lady in the supermarket carrying her groceries. She's getting hard time. You step up and you help. That's yeah. how I was raised. So now this guy screaming at the top of his lungs for help while this guy is violating him. Yeah. But I got to remember where I stay, bro. Yeah. Okay? Maybe that guy did something bad to somebody's daughter and he paying the price. Maybe that guy did something wrong to somebody's mom and he paying the price. So yeah. he just let things happen in prison. It's so I feel so helpless, I, but like understood too, right? Like uh, yeah. so helpless. So I try, so I try my best. I try my best to compose myself, but that's not normal, bro. So I tell my friend, hey, I come back, I'm going to use the bathroom. I stand up, I walk to my cell, I close my door. I take on big bread again. And I tell myself, stay humble, Kyle. You get six years left. This is temporary. This is not your home. I reminding myself, I drop to my knees and I pray. Father God, thank you for the breath of life. Thank you for everything that you do. Please guide me and protect me, Father God. Amen. Stay humble, prayer. Stay humble, prayer. Stay humble, prayer. That's the first time I ever did stay humble, prayer. And every time I see something, somebody gets stabbed, somebody gets shanked, somebody gets killed, somebody get this, you would find me in my cell, reminding myself, stay humble, bro, and pray. Stay humble, pray. So now I did my whole 10 years, bro. I did my whole 10 years. And I'm coming home. I'm coming home. I forgot to tell you, they flew me to Arizona. Halfway through my time, they, they flew me to Arizona. Sagoro Correctional Facility. If you guys do time in Hawaii and you get sentenced to 10 years and above, they fly you to this place called Sagoro Correctional Facility. Remember that, guys. So they it's flew a me away to down there than Hawaii. Yeah, yeah, it's hot, but that mm-hmm. that 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 leads up to where where we're going, bro, with this. Yeah. So while while in prison, all I did was work out, bro. I forgot to mention. I gotta rewind a little bit because you gotta be strong. The door open at 5 o'clock every morning, my cell door. I'm up at 3.30, drinking my coffee out of the sink, and I'm doing burpees, waiting for that door to come out, open. And when that door open at 5 o'clock, I am up and ready, bro. Yeah. Yeah? Prison. Prison. So I work out like a madman, like a machine. All I did was work out, bro. And Arizona, summertime would reach 110, 110 degrees. 
And they gave us an opportunity to go outside in rec, recreation. And me and one of my friends, we would hydrate from Wednesday, drink panny water. Thursday, drink panny water. Okay, Friday, we're going. You sure you guys are going outside? I let go. And I would run in a circle for one hour, nonstop, one hour. Boom, 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 wow. boom. Every Friday, I would do that in the summer. Yeah. Dang. That's how I would, that's how I would um, cope. That was my release. Yeah. Working yes. out. Yeah. So I forgot to mention that now. So I'm working out like a machine. Now the guard come up to me. He told me, Kyle, you're going back to Hawaii. The next flight, your time is up. You're going home. Wow. Okay. Thank you. I go to my cell. I, I wouldn't get my, my hopes door. up. If I were you, I wouldn't get my hopes up. I'd be like, we'll see. No, yeah. no, no. The, 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 the reason why I, I, I took it like that because there was another learning experience. Hmm. One, there was a man in my situation. He was a little bit younger. And they told him to pack his stuff. He going home. This guy jumped up and down like he won the lottery. He ran up the stairs yelling. He went to his cell. Once he went in a cell, I look around. I seen all the lifers that never going to go home stand up. Two of them would stand up. Then walk to his cell. Then shut the door and then smash him so bad he had to be removed on a stretcher. Oh, and yeah. watching that situation, you cannot celebrate freedom among people that are not going home, bro. Very, you gotta be considerate. Very you gotta be considerate. And I grateful yeah. that God and allow me for see that, bro. Cause inside my, my body, I wanted to celebrate. I wanted to, yeah. But remember, I remember no what I saw. About man, no one thinks about nope. that kind of stuff. Nope. You're right. No. Nope. So I remember seeing that. Jeez. Yeah. And when the guy told me I going home, all I said was, "Okay, thank you." How you supposed to do them? Yeah, humble and. Yep. Humble. Then I went to my cell, yep. I dropped to my knees, and I pray. My last prayer in prison. Father God, thank you for this journey. Thank you for allowing me to see the things that I had to see so I can feel the way I got to feel, Father God. When I get released from this prison, Father God, use me in any way that you need me, Father God, to show your love, your mercy, your forgiveness, and your grace. Use me, Father God. Keep me cleansed. Keep me clean, Father God. And use me. Use me, Father God. Thank you again for this journey. Amen. That was my last prayer, bro. Kyle. In prison. Kyle. Yeah? So you moved from when you first began calling him cousin to when you ended calling him father. Like that's man. Yeah. Mind blowing, brother. Yeah. So they, they, they put me on they put me on a plane. They fly me back to the island where I live, Big Island. And they took me to the same jail that I escaped from. And they put me in a waiting room. And I looking at cars go back and forth. <laughs> And my mind is like, what? What, what is, is all this? this? But I see, I can see the trees. I can see the people. I can see life. I can see freedom, bro. And I, I behind the glass and I looking outside. I fully cover the tattoos. I no more teeth. I get my prison shoes on. I get my prison shorts and a prison shirt. And I, I looking outside. I see my mom's Honda Odyssey van come in. Man. I told the guard. I told the guard behind me. Open the door, bro. My mom outside. She's here. Yeah. He said, Kyle, well, I'll open the door at 2 o'clock. Right now it's one fifty-eight. You got to wait. I said, bro, open the door, bro. Two minutes. Yeah. He told me this. He said, Kyle, you just did 10 years, bro, in a high custody prison. You can wait 120 seconds. Wow. I can turn around. I told him, you're right, bro. You're right, bro. Tell me when I can go. 
He said, okay, get ready. Five, four, three, two, one. Open and run out. Wow. Oh, Freedom. Man. Freedom. Jeez, the, brother. The first thing I felt was a wind on my face. That's the first thing I noticed was the wind on my face. That's something I never oh. feel in a while, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So my mom, Seriously. my mom came up to me and she said, son, is that you? I said, mom, it's me. Oh, and she hugged me. And she turned around, look at me. And she said, son, what happened to your teeth? I said, it's gone, mom. It's in prison. She said, son, what is all this on your body, son? These tattoos, you look so ugly, son. I said, what? Yeah. Mom, I have to see you. Yeah, 10 years. It, yeah. I, I was not the man that she remembered before I went in, before my addiction. So mm -hmm. it was like, it was different for her. Yeah. So, so I said, mom, you know what? Let's get out of this parking lot, bro. Let's so go. I jump in yeah. her van. I jump in a van and we're driving up the road. All I could feel now was the AC on my face. I reach over mm. and turn off the AC and roll on the window. And I said, mom, I was in AC for too long, bro. I like feel the yeah. pressure. I stick my head out the window. I stick my tongue out like a dog. <laughs> and I was facing <laughs> yeah. yeah. And I was tasting freedom, bro. And freedom and it never tastes so better. We reach wow. home. We reach my house. The first thing I did was take off my shoes and I whip them in the bushes as far as I could. Because in prison, I forgot to mention, guys, guys out there, in prison, you need to wear your shoes because you got to be ready for fight. Okay? Oh, yeah. Listen to that. Okay, guys? Guys out there yeah. that don't know. Okay? So the first thing I did was whip my shoes in the bushes because today, I'm not going to fight. I'm free. I took oh, off damn. my shirt and I threw them in the bushes. I standing in my mom's driveway with just my prison shots. And I see my mom's front grass, her front yard. I walk up to the edge of the cement and I'm looking at the grass. When it looked like magical grass, the grass didn't look so green. Wow. And I remember looking at the grass and salivating and just looking at the grass, bro. I never see that for a while, bro. First, sure. And I jump in the grass. I jump in the grass and I land in the grass barefooted. Wow. And I stood up and I started running like, like a dog. <laughs> and each each blade of grass going through my toes was like I won the lottery, bro. Man. And simple it felt pleasures so at that point. Simple. It felt so amazing. And that was my first day of freedom, bro. Running around in the grass barefooted, losing my mind and appreciating freedom. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, brother, that's the thing though. Like, did you mean it? The prayer. Yo, father, oh, yeah. at least I, put me, oh, yeah. I will do what you want. Yeah. Instrument in your Bruh. hands. I, I, did I you, hope you get more. I hope did you, get you more remember time the this, promise. Yeah, I, I, hope, I hope you get more time because we, we right now we're at halfway. Let's go. We, we are Let's the halfway go. point. Cause get you guys popcorns, get you guys things because things will be popping right now. Let's do yeah? it. Okay. So I ain't do fitness. I ain't do fitness. So I going around where I live and I jumping on trees, I'm doing pull-ups, I'm doing parkour, I'm jumping on the tables, I'm running, and I, I just want phys physical specimen. Yeah. Yeah? No more teeth, though. I no more teeth. For sure. One of, my ch one of my childhood friends, he had this organization and he goes around and he speaks to kids about bullying because he has MS and his legs, mm. he has no muscle, it's bone to bone. And he yeah. goes to the schools here in Hawaii and he talks about never giving up. Mm. So I, I exercising at a park. I hear somebody call me, Kyle. <laughs> that was my friend. That was my friend. 
He said, oh, bro, when he came out of prison, he looked good, bro. I said, oh, last week, bro, I came out of prison. He said, bro, I don't know if you know, but I speak to schools, bro, about not giving up. I like you coming me, bro. Coming oh, me wow. to the next school. I said, nah, for what? Yeah. Tell him how you golf with Tiger Woods. Tell him how you was a good boy. Tell him how you met Ice. Tell him how you became Hawaii's most wanted. Tell him you went to prison and share with him how you free. I said, nah. No one wants to hear that. Yeah, you think? I don't like do that, bro. I'm just happy I free. He said, "Come on, bro. You're gonna help plenty of people, bro." Boom. Mm. That's when I talk about the prayer, what mm. you brought up earlier. Boom. Yeah, that's it. I didn't ask God for use me, bro. So I said, "When is the school?" He said, "Next week." Perfect. Oh, brother. I mean, so the school, the first school I went to had two thousand kids inside. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I went before I went to the school. I went to the hardware store and I got me some chains, some mm-hmm. chain, chain link, chain. Yeah. And I, I called one of my police department friends and I asked him for one pair of handcuffs. He said, for what? <laughs> I said, going to a school, bro. I'm going to walk in with my shackles. I like They're the kids like, see one. I beg your one. pardon, you're doing what? Yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I like the kids yeah. see one visual from bad choice. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I got all my, my stuff ready and we went to the school. I took off my shirt. I had my shorts. I took off my shoes. I was barefooted. I was on the outside of the gym, the door. And the security guard at the school was at me. I put on my chains. I put on my shackles. And I standing there. Mm. My friend inside the gym introduced me in. My friend Kyle Kilao Singh. This guy golf with Tiger Woods. This guy is an athlete. This guy, everybody welcome him in. Welcome, Kyle. They're all thinking, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I start yeah. kicking the door as hard as I can. In prison, if you run out of toilet paper, you kick the door. You, your, your bunkie getting a heart attack on the ground, you kick the door. Mm. I'm good at kicking doors, bro. Yeah. So yeah. I, soon as I hear the kids clap, I kick the door. I kick the door 10 times as hard as I can. Boom. 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 I tell the security guard, open the door now. The guy open the door. Boom. I walk in. They're all like, what? Yeah. Ooh. Thousand kids, you can hear one pin drop. You can hear one pin drop. Silence. I walk mm. in. I don't look at nobody, and I walk straight to the microphone that is set up on the other side of the gym. Mm-hmm. I reach the microphone. One bad choice put me in this situation. One bad choice. My friends come, take off my shackles, take off my chain, put on my shirt, put on my hat, put on my shoes. Walk up to the mic. But now I have a new lease on life and I choose wow. for be here today for talk to all of you. That's how I start, bro. Wow. That's attention, how I start. Attention bro. had been achieved, I would imagine. They're all like, what? You already know the drill. Check out, check out my YouTube, wow. Stumble Pray. You can see all the videos, bro. For all the skeptics Absolutely. out there, all the skeptical people out there, bro. Check them out, bro. True story, guys. Okay. Kyle. Kyle. You remember what you said to them that day? Like, do you remember? Yeah. Yeah. You know, in Hawaii, I tell the kids this. We live in the most beautiful place in the world. And if you guys like jeopardize where we live for a 10 by 10 cement cell with a guy named Big Bill in Arizona, you better think, bro. Yeah. Better think, bro. And I just share my story, bro. And I just share my story, bro. Yeah. And... Everybody so far, 
know somebody like me. Everybody had an yeah. uncle, one auntie, one brother, one sister dealing with addiction, bro. Yeah. And when I stand in front of them and I let them know that recovery is possible, bro, because mm -hmm. I was the last person that anybody thought would be sober. I was going to die sure. when Crystal Man addict. I was going to take Crystal Man on a seven-year honeymoon to Tahiti, bro. Mm. But God Sorry. had different plans, bro. That's why every day I wake up, I look to glorify him because if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here today talking to you, bro. I would That's still right. be Hawaii's most wanted. I still would have been in prison. Mm. I still would have been six feet. I, because of what God did for me, bro, <clears throat> my faith is through the roof, bro. Dude, yeah, every, everything, everything come my way because I don't even sweat the small stuff anymore. I hear so much people grumble about things. I said, brah, you grumbling about that? Yeah. Bro, you should just be grateful that you're free, bro. For see your kids, exactly. for sleeping on bed, for, for just be grateful, bro. My gratefulness in my body, bro, oozes, bro, gratefulness. Because I'm grateful, it. bro. I'm grateful. I can feel it. But, bro, we're not done. We're not done yet. We're not done yeah. yet because... That Keep was going. my first school. That was my first school. Mm -hmm. And then me being released to the community that I once destroyed was rough. When I left mm -hmm. to prison, I left on bad taste in everybody's mouth, bro. Oh, for sure. They'll remember yeah. you. 10 years yeah. or not, they'll know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I live on an island. I live on an island, bro. So when I came out of prison, people was looking at me like, oh, we got to hide mm -hmm. our stuff? What I got to do? I got to... Run away, I gotta turn away. What I gotta do? That's how everybody was on eggshells. For sure. They're not uncertain, that's why. This guy doesn't rob the whole island. Now he's free. What what we do? He got uh -huh. worse? Did he get did he, what what happened? So people's opinions and perceptions about me wasn't good. And I don't blame them. I don't blame them. I don't blame the state mm -hmm. of Hawaii because I was a menace. Well, you earned that title. You earned yeah, it. But yeah, I'm asking you but, this. Did you yeah. walk into that community with your head up or your head down? Up, focus, cause focus. Yes. I already had a plan, bro. I already had a plan, bro. Love it. Yeah. Love that's it. why my ears. That's why my ears is on the side of my head, cause it's only for side chatter. My eyes is <laughs> forward, cause I'm looking forward, cause I can hear the side chatter. That's why it's on the side, bro. It's not in front of me. It's on the side. Beautiful yeah. principle, listeners. Yeah. Take heed to that. Yeah, side chatter, bro. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. So I I free, I sober, and that's that's worth everything already. Just being sober. Okay. So For now sure. I need a job. Now I need a job. I need money, bro. The first place I go get a job application. I right, my name is Kyle Kilo Kilo. Get the f out of here, bro. Get the f out yeah. of here. Uh uh. Yeah. I'm looking at that man. Oh, like. Oh, sorry, sir. Next place. Oh, hi. What is your name? Kyle Kil Get out of here, bro. Get out of here. <laughs> and oh, was rough, man. bro. Was rough, bro. For yeah? sure. And, and giving up was not even one option, bro. Because I was focused. I kept on going. Kept on going. Kept on going. My mom said, you know what, son? That's the right, son. Yeah, I know it's all right. God got me, bro. You never bring me this far for nothing, cause and you're I just like, I've been process. through much worse, right? You're like, I've I, been through so much worse. This is okay. You yeah. know, you know how much life was in prison would be happy and grateful for walking in a place and get shut down and walk out. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I ain't tripping. Yeah, stay humble. Was, prayer, man. Stay I humble mean, prayer. Yes. So, so finally, my stepdad he called me. He said, "Bro, I got a job for you." I said, "What?" 
but this guy, he don't like you. He just doing this for help me. So tomorrow, go to his shop and sit down and talk to him. I said, thank you. I walk inside the office. He said, sit down. I sit down. Felt like I was in prison again. Sit down. Yeah. I sit down. Yeah. He said, you know what, Kyle? Your stepfather, I love him, bro. And I, he told me that you needed a job and he need help. I like let you know that I'm not helping you, you know, because I don't even like you. I'm helping him, bro. You understand? One thing you mess up, you out of here, bro. You understand? Yeah. I understand. So that's how I started my first job, bro. Oh, thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you, sir. Wow. So I'm working. I don't, I don't even know what I'm doing. I'm just following the system and work, <laughs> learning as yeah. I go. Because like I said, all I know at that point is halfway here on golf ball, 300 yards. That's what I know. Yeah. So I say working. A couple months go by. My friend, the one who took me to the first school, mm-hmm. he called me. He said, Kyle. I said, yeah. Get ready. Why? We're going to the island of Kauai, bro. Me and you, we're going to do every school on that island, bro. Oh, wow. Oh, shucks. I know can, bro. Why? What you mean? I just found a job, bro. You know, you know, how working, hard yeah. for, you know how hard it was for finding a job, bro. He said, bro, this is every school, bro. Every school on the Kauai Island calls. Yeah. Okay, you know what? I'm going to try to try talk to my boss. I call my boss. I, boss, it's Kyle. What? What you like? I said, oh, um, you think I can have three weeks off? He said, what? You just started a couple months ago. He asked me for three weeks off. No, no. Okay. Like, okay. You know what, boss? Um, I don't know if I'll say this, but I only know one way, which is straight up. But thank you for this opportunity. But I quit. Yeah. What? You quit? F you. And he'd hang up on me. Mm-hmm. You know, me quitting that job, bro. Knowing that I had the hardest time finding a job. Knowing that you need money for survive. And I quit. Because I wanted to go to the island of Kauai and make a difference in somebody's life, bro. You made a promise so I, to something bigger. I, I called my friend. I said, bro, guess what I just did, bro? He said, what? <clears throat> I quit my job, bro. When are we going? He said, Kyle, I love you, bro. I said, I love you too. Oh, wait, I got to hang up. I got to call my mom. When I came oh, out of yeah. prison, my, my mom, she got me one Kia Soul as a gift. Brand new. Brand new car. My payments was $250, I think. Yeah. So I called my mom. I wasn't even thinking about the car. I called my mom. I said, mom, hey, son, how you doing? I said, good. Guess what I just did, mom? What you did, son? I quit my job, you know, just now. I quit. She said, the one, the one John didn't help you. You didn't quit. I said, mom, I quit. What are you thinking? Yeah. She said, what about your car, son? I just got <clears> you one car. My response to her was this. I said, mom, if God can provide for one bird that fly in the air, he going to provide for me because he loved me way more than a bird. Wow. Oh, the phone, the phone got quiet. Bro. My mom, she usually talk, 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 got yeah. quiet. And she said this. She said, son, go, bro. Go wow. to these schools and help these kids. And I support you, bro. Go, son. Wow. I said, I love you, Ma. Love you too. Oh, me and my friend Sammy, we went to Kauai. 
we did our first school in Kauai. I did the shackles. And before mm -hmm. I leave every school, I tell the kids this. If you guys ever feel alone because your dad is in prison, your mother on the streets, vice versa, you mm -hmm. guys get me, bro. My Instagram wow. is stay humble pray. You guys call me, whatever's, bro. I'm here for you. See you guys later. Boom, and I leave. That's how I leave. Kyle, the first yeah. school on Kauai, the first school on Kauai, that night, my phone, the direct messages went through the roof, bro. Start climbing, huh? Yeah. Bruh. The first message was from my boy. He said, Uncle, you came to my school today. Because mm -hmm. of your presentation, I'm going to make the right choices, bro. Thank you. Oh. I cry. Dude, the yeah, second I message. Just hearing that, man. The yeah. second message is the one who sealed my whole destiny, bro, was on girl. She said, Uncle, you came to my school today. My mom is in prison because of ICE. Crystal met because mm. of your presentation. I never gonna do ice. Thank you, Uncle. Boom. Jeez, man. I cry, cause yeah, I cry. Yeah. Uh, message after message after message after message after message after message, bro. Jeez, brother. And that was only one island. Uh, yeah. Fast forward one the tape. Stop. Fast forward the tape. I've been free now for 18 years. I mean, free off crystal men for 18 years. I've been well free done. from prison for eight years. In those well eight done. years, I spoke to 95% of the schools here in Hawaii. And I did that for free. For free. That's how I gave back, give back to my yeah. island, to my home, to my state that I once terrorized, destroyed because of my crystal men addiction. And I never do them for, for I did them because that's me, bro. I like give back. Yeah. I just grateful. And eight years went by. 95% of the schools in Hawaii, bro. That's panty hmm. kids, bro. That's panty yeah. kids, bro. You would come to Hawaii right now. That's, I would take you incredible. to any, I would take you to any island, bro. And you'd watch the kids just gravitate. Uncle, you came to my school, bro. I never go to prison. Thank you. Oh, uncle, enjoying freedom, enjoying freedom. I'm going to enjoy freedom too. Thank you, bro. You did that. I could I you couldn't be bad if I I couldn't be yeah. bad if I wanted to. I couldn't be bad if yeah. I wanted to, bro. You accountable. Yeah. yeah. Accountable. They're holding you, you know accountable. What? They need you. Yeah. I yeah, yeah, when I came out of prison, I came out with a focused mind, a grateful heart, and a soul that is filled with passion, bro. And this passion now in me has no boundaries, no limitations, bro. All the bad stuff that happened to me, yeah, at that time, I thought it was like bad. But the thing was only preparing me, bro, yeah. for what's coming. Yeah. Making me strong, making me realize things, bro. So now when I home, I gotta do what I do is let this. Yeah. Man. And that's Jeez. that's only the that's only thing that's that's what I do with the kids, bro. Yeah. Yeah. So now this one, how's this one? I stay in a supermarket with my wife. One guy that do um marathons come up to me. He said, Oh Kyle, you look good, but I seen you running on the road the other day. Oh yeah, I run 10 miles a day. He goes, Oh. Hey, you ever heard of the Ultraton? I said, no. What is that? Oh, man. He said, that's a 31-mile race from the ocean to the volcano. 31 miles, bro. Next week. Uphill. You should, you should, you yeah. should do them. Oh, my. Next week. <laughs> what? You know what? I, I think I might see you there, bro. Okay, see. I sent a grocery store now. I'll see you later. Mm. We go outside. As soon as you reach the car, tell my wife, check Google. Google Ultraton Big Island. 
boom. Sign up today. Sign me up. My gosh. Yeah. Okay. Whoa. I see my friend. Seven days later, I see my friend at the starting line. He said, "Oh, Kyle, I'm glad you made it." You so the dang. race is to the volcano, yeah. you know, thirty-one miles. I said, "I got this." You ain't changed. I laugh. <laughs> oh my gosh. I told him, you know what I did in prison for 10 years? Train. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Get a guy, get it, get his blank gone, a horn. Go. Go. Yeah. 31 miles uphill. My first race, 31 <laughs> miles in six hours and 29 minutes. Done. Ultra ton. Done. Yep. Six yep. hours. Six hours and 29 minutes. Most bro. people on flat ground can't cover a marathon in that, let alone an ultra. Good grief, okay. man. Okay. After that, I, I stopped meeting people. Okay. What's next? Honolulu Marathon. One of the biggest marathons in Hawaii. Honolulu Marathon. Sign me Bucket up. Let's list. go. Yeah. Let's go. So I did the ultra ton. I did the Honolulu Marathon. I did the Hilo Marathon. Check this one out. I met one Spartan race guy. He do Spartan race. all over. He's sponsored by yeah. them and he goes around the nation and he competes in Spartan, Spartan races. This guy messaged me. He said, Kyle, you ever did on Spartan race? No. What is that? It's an obstacle course, Brian. I get one coming up on the island of Oahu at Kuloa Ranch, bro. Check them out. Okay. I might see you there, okay? Boom. Yeah, I Google. Sure enough. Kuloa Ranch Spartan race. I told my wife, sign me up. <clears throat> I was I love it. 40 years old bro i was 42 at the time 42 years old i go to the i fly on a plane i reach color ranch the spartan race is a big event bro yeah yeah it's a big deal i did mm -hmm. i did the sprint i did that i did the beast the trifecta Dang. my division my division 40 to 45 i already knew bro first place boom yeah overall Overall, now check this one out. Overall, I came six. Oh my six gosh! Base. Six base. Well the done. The first five, the first five guys, twenty-one, Las Vegas, twenty-six, Arizona, all young kids, bro. Yeah. Six, six place, Kilo Hawaii, forty-two years old, Kyle Kilosing. There you go. Love it. Yes. Oh my gosh, man. Yeah. You're like, hey, check this right. one out. Check this one out. I, honestly, what I, cause every race I do, I complete them and I post my mugshot next yeah. to the, me coming to the finish line. And I say, thank you for the God for turning a 98 pound Christmas addict into a Spartan race winner. I love you don't it, hear man. that too often. You don't hear that too no. often. Thank I you for the God for turning a 98 pound Christmas addict into a Honolulu marathon finisher. You don't hear that too often. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I do that is to give glory where glory is due, bro. Because if it wasn't Absolutely. for God, I wouldn't be here. Yeah. And Kyle. Godwin. Bruh. Unreal, bro. How's this one? How's this one? My friend tell me this. I said, I said, running. I run plenty. That's why. One of my friends stopped me in his car, flashed me. Stop, 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 stop. I stopped. What's up, bro? You have a paddle canoe? No? Oh, next week, come down to Bayfront. I'm going to show you something. Okay. He oh go down there, gosh. he sit me down on a cement block. He put a canoe paddle in my hand. I had him backwards. He fixed my hand. He showed me the basic stroke. A couple months later, I was crossing the Molokai Channel, the biggest no race. Way. Molokai Channel. I was in a oh first seat gosh. stroker, Molokai Channel. Guys train years, bro. 
from yeah. both of this Molokai race. Absolutely. Halfway through the channel, it hit me. Freedom calls. Halfway through, bah, bah, nonstop. Hours, hours going by. Bah, 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 bah. Jeez, brother. Addict to athlete, bro. Addict to yeah, athlete. That's bro. it. That's the that's the message we we throw out there, man. You're feeling it. You're living it. You're an example yep. of it. You see, movement equal equals healing. And when you do it with purpose, yep. for a purpose, look at what happens. The residual yep. effect. And you showed up, man. Like you promised him, and you showed up. Like yeah. And this is this is this is just the beginning. So now, I did ninety five percent of the schools here in Hawaii, right? Correct. Mm -hmm. So now I Dang. I came home. I came home from my last island, which was island of Honolulu. I came home and I go to my room and I pray. I said, Father God, this is how I feel. I feel like I'm complete. I feel like I I could do what I can do in Hawaii. I feel complete. Yeah. Plant me the people that I need to further my mission to glorify you out of Hawaii. Yep. Use me, Father God. Amen. I get an email from these people called Top Youth Speakers, Josh Ship. Mm. Top Youth Speaker. This guy recruits the best speakers are in the world, bro. Yeah. And when a school in the United States or all over the world needs a motivational speaker, they go to Top Youth Speakers because they they, not, they know what they're gonna get. Somebody good. Yeah. So this guy reached out to me and he said, Kyle, I'm following you and I seen what you're doing and I like give you this opportunity, bro. Oh, I, I pray. Thank you, Father God, for answering my prayers. He answer them fast, bro. So now I, I go around the nation and I, I, I get away for provide for my family, bro. So yeah. in October, I did, but I went to Alabama. I went to Georgia. I went to, oh, so much places. In October, I go to Utah and Texas, bro. And I, I just want local boy on an island in the middle of the Pacific Ocean. So when they email me, okay, Kyle, you got to go Utah. I don't even know where it is, bro. So I Google. Utah. That's where oh, I live. Utah. Yeah. <coughs> you live in Utah. That's where I am. Yeah, we're in Utah. Okay, I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be at um. Is it American Fork? Oh, dude, that's like that's like five miles, ten ten miles away from my house, man. Yeah. When See? are you coming? Whoa, whoa, whoa! Check this out. I meet Court McGee before you know Court McGee. I do know Court. Yeah, absolutely. Speaking of speaking of Utah, we was talking. Right before the pandemic, we was talking, bro. Mm -hmm. He said, Kyle, there's a lot of Polynesian kids, bro, there in are. Utah. Big population. And you would make on you would make on big impact, bro, here in Utah. Cause they would relate to you, bro. Yes, they will. Let's do something. Absolutely. Let's, let's 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 plan something. You come with me, let's let's do a Utah tour, bro. I said, Court. Absolutely, man. Automatic. Yeah. And that's not a prayer yeah. answer, but COVID came, right? Right after that, yeah. So I, I, when things happen to me, good or bad, it's all God, bro. Yeah. And yeah. me being human, me being flesh, I'm not gonna try to understand what He's doing because I only gonna broke my brain. So I just stay yeah. hopeful. I stay faithful. So it's not Absolutely. God's time. Absolutely. So maybe Absolutely. after this call from Utah, I get one link that I like to share with you. That's For my sure. link on how schools can book me, bro. And mm -hmm. if I get school, you know what? How far are you away from American Fork? 10 miles. Yeah, not okay. very far at all. That's not mm -hmm. even far. I, I, I go 10 miles walking on my hands. Yeah, if we can run there. Come, yeah. If you don't come visit me, when oh, I'm I in Utah, 
Oh, we're going to have problems. Oh, no, 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 brother. no. <laughs> After this podcast, you and I are planning a few things because that's the message, man. They need that out here. And now more than ever, brother, like, like right now, even in my own community, I live in Springville, Utah, my own community. One week ago today, murder, suicide, two young kids, my neighbors, kids just destroying our families, destroying the, destroying the community. Bro. Like, like it just, it's, they hurt, right? They left yep. behind in the wake a bunch of kids with questions, man, and, and fears. And they need you, brother. They need you out here yep. to, do, to do that kind of stuff. And, and we'll put you there because they need to know that even though you were in a seven by seven, there was another day when you were in the middle of the ocean. Freedom. I mean, I mean, come yeah. on, man. Like, you know, I, I, look at, I look at your story, brother, and I wrote down some notes. I look at the 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 uh, the abundance that you had, right? The abundance of the golf, all this stuff. Here you are on these huge, beautiful golf courses. There's no way you could have foresaw that in a few years, seven by seven isolation, three years. Like, nope. there's no way. Nope. But then nope. to not give up hope, man. To even though you were captive and there was scarcity, you still somehow found the abundance and the freedom. Like, that's an agent of recovery, man. I'm like, how in the world? You know, you, I love the fact that you see that stuff in real time and you're like, I, I, I'm, I'm free. People in recovery, man, they're afraid of freedom. They want security, brother. You know this. They want job security, financial security. Mm. You've achieved ultimate security. It's called maximum security. Seven by seven, three years. Mm. I don't think we want security in addiction, for, in recovery. We want freedom, but freedom's so scary. How did you avoid getting scared of the freedom that you had? And, and you, you, you leaned into it, you know, how'd you do that? You know, you, you know what, you know what security is, you know, what is my security? Huh. My faith. Yeah. Because Absolutely. what God did for me, because of what God did for me, turning a 98 pound crystal meth addict, Hawaii's most wanted, the last person that anybody thought would be sober, including myself to what I do today. Only one way, bro. That, God, yeah. only God can do that. And my yeah. faith. Is my security. That's why, like I said, I don't sweat the small stuff anymore. I'm just grateful. Yeah, I'm just grateful. Man. And I like You're the kids proof. know. I like You're the kids. Proof. I like teach them awareness, bro. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I'm going to show you a story real quick. I know this is we're Go getting ahead. long into the... But Roll with it. I love it. Any of these cops, when I was bad, they, they didn't hate me, bro. And mm -hmm. I don't blame them. I smashed their cars and get, I just was a menace. Yeah. And then had this one cop, he had a pers personal vendetta against me. And everybody would tell me, oh, he, the next time he see you, he's going to shoot you. This and that, this and that. And this is when I was on my addiction. Mm -hmm. And then when I went away and I came home and I helping kids and I got one, one block call on my phone. I said, hello. Mm -hmm. Kyle, you know who this? I said, no. Who this? He told me his name hmm. and I got like surprised. Like, Oh, what, what are you calling me for? I said, Oh, what's up? He said, Kyle, I coming from a good place, bro. Right now. And I, I sorry for the feelings I had towards you, but I get on 14 year old son, bro. And he, he experimenting with drugs, bro. I found a pipe in his room. I beat him up and I found a pipe again and I beat him up and that not working. And, I need your help, bro, Kyle. I said, what you like, bro? Is there any way you can talk to my son? Because he don't mm -hmm. listen to me. I know he's going to listen to you, bro. 
So the man that would hate me, bro, with all his heart, would humble himself, bro. Call me for help his child, bro. Yeah. And me being one servant of cost, bro. Of yeah. cost. And he, he, we met at this park by my house. He dropped off his son with me. We walk around this baseball field for two hours, bro. Me and the kids. Wow. Just talk. Just talk. Just talk. Bro. Share experiences and things I missed and things that I went through and things that they don't know. They don't know what going to happen. That's why God used me for for help all these kids. And to this day, he good. Now me and that guy, we friends and we stay connected. And Amazing. It's amazing how God worked, bro. We need more, I, man. I, we need more. I'm grateful. I'm just grateful. Yeah. Yeah. You you hear the classic, am I my brother's keeper? And the answer is yes. Yep. We all should be. Because look at what can happen if we do. If we let go of all the pettiness and, and all the pride, right? We let go of that stuff when we get real. We literally erase and replace and turn the mess into the message. That's what we do here on yep. this team. And that's what you've done, man. Like, yep. God, we could talk for hours, brother. You, 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 I mean... Yeah, when you come out here, we, we we're having some conversations, man, for sure. How how do we find you? Because uh, you know, we got some connections out here with some school districts and stuff too. Like, how does how does how do the people out out here how they find you? How they follow you, man? Because I feel it. More people need to hear it. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I'm blown away, man. So I'm not like computer savvy or anything, but I have an Instagram called Stay Humble Pray. One word: Stay Humble Pray. And in my link, there's a, in my bio, there's a link. You press it and it goes like right to my demo video with the schools. And if any yeah, schools out there it. needs me to come about choices, and I'm your guy, bro. And I'll it, be man. in Utah and Texas in October. Okay. Wow, man. We will, we will make your time well worth it. And we'll, we'll, we'll get some stuff going, man, because, uh, it, I, I, your message is powerful and it's so important right now. We need it, man. Mm -hmm. Not only schools, I also speak at like churches. I go back to like next week, I go to the jail that I escaped from. And I love sharing God's love, bro, with the inmates, with the church, with the kids and addicts and recovery centers and anybody, anybody out there that needs hope. Cause I cover all bases, bro. Yeah. So I, yeah, I mean, while you're here, we got to introduce you to team addict to athlete here in, uh, in, in Utah. I mean, that's when we started here, we've got, Lots of athletes, but we're we're expanding throughout the country. But man, I'm telling you, brother, like like listeners, take heed to what he's saying. Uh, and and the theme throughout this whole thing is that ability to stay humble. It was it was him not being humble that got him into the predicament. But then it was through humility and a lot a, a lot of patience and suffering. That's the freedom we talk about. Kyle, you blew me away, man. I was not expecting this, brother. What's what you got Real there? So in prison, Go all I did it. was work out, work out and write poetry. That's how I maintain. And I just this poem I want to mm. share is called "A Seed of Gratitude." Oh, yeah, it goes, please. It, it goes will. like this: My life I once ripped was ripped in half. Now I'm very appreciative for everything I have. When I was free, I used to laugh and play, but now I'm just grateful for each passing day. I learned to live with perseverance, because coming to prison is a humbling experience. I recollect my thoughts from in my cell. My highlight in life is to receive some mail. God has blessed me with faith and hope. I look forward to receiving my state-issued soap. I'm grateful for the shoes that I wear on my feet. I appreciate the food that I'm able to eat. This time away is only temporary. 
I learned to appreciate some simple stationery. Letters and poems to my loved ones I send. I never thought I'll be so grateful to receive a pen. So much I learned and so much I seen. One of my main concerns is to receive my hygiene. Many things to me are now sentimental. I'm very grateful for my basic essentials. A seed of gratitude in my heart I planted. I would never take anything in life for granted. My feelings I share with words and syllable. What I'm trying to say is I miss life in general. I was too naive to actually see the things I neglected when I was free. A seed of gratitude, Kyle Kilosing. I hear that, and, and listeners, I want you to pay particular attention to the fact that those words that he wrote came through a 10-year experience that he he gave to pay back the debt that he took from so that you don't have to. And, and I think that, Kyle, man, we do. We take so much for granted, brother. That that small window in, into your into your heart, man. Thank you. Like that's thank you. It, it's huge, brother. Um, we'll put this podcast together with those with those links. Um, even the youth speakers. I'm gonna put the link there for you as well. Um, but yeah, when you're out here, let's. I want to introduce your team. Let's get you rocking and rolling, brother. It's been a privilege and an honor to speak with you today, man. All right. And, mahalo, uh, mahalo for this opportunity. Do it. Get him, get him, get him. Schedule him, book him before he gets too too popular. You won't be able to do that. But listeners, I want to thank you for all joining us today. Uh, continue to watch over the podcast. We've got the Minor League, the Agents of Recovery, Addict to Athletes podcast, and much more. Can all be found on addicttoathlete.org. Until next time, listeners, please go turn that mess into a message. <laughs>